1: Pop culture, pop culture, subculture, culture, music, music, horror, horror
2: sex, sex, politics,
1: politics art, art, and overall, and overall bad, bad ass. Ass. This, this is, is society, society 13 Redefining Podcasting. Redefining. Redefining. music music horror horror, horror. subculture, sub-culture. And, and overall bad, bad ass, ass-, ass-, ass- welcome, welcome welcome to kettle, to kettle whistle, whistle radio. radio with your host, with your host, your host Dave, Dave and Sean, and Sean.
0: McCutter Whistle Radio, and the studio is still haunted. I, I'm in, I'm on a different plane of existence. I'm on, I'm in seventh heaven right now. Not as much as the the, the day that we recorded this episode. Um, our next guest, the ba- the bass player, the ba- the bass player from Cold. Okay, uh, Lindsay Manfredi will be joining us very shortly here. Um, and she doesn't know how much she made my life complete by letting me have cold as a part of this show. Uh, we've talked about them in the past. Maybe you're sick of it. I doubt it. You can't be because they're just a phenomenal band. But we got, we got Lindsay Manfredi joining us very shortly here. After we play "Ocean" by Cold, and she called me out on that one, which is really weird, in retrospect, because I—that is the song I was going to start the show off with, with which you're about to hear. So anyway, coming very coming up very shortly, we're going to have Miss Lindsay, and she's just brilliant, adorable, and intelligent beyond. All right, she wrote this book. Ah, you'll hear about that later. But right now, I got to tell you, there's a couple of movies you got to check out. Um, she won't look at, um, we joked about this, she will not look up uh, trailers because they give away too much these days. And the big one right now is Censor, C-E-N-S-O-R. And I guess it's going to turn the horror world upside down, whatever, whatever. You could look up the trailer. I don't like to watch them either. We agreed on that. Uh, I did really enjoy um, a Matt Dillon film <laughs> where Matt Dillon plays a serial killer in the house that Jack built that I believe is on Hulu right now, folks, for free. Uh... I really kind of liked the direction they went with this one. And it is inside the mind of the serial killer, but it's Matt Dillon. You know,
1: come
0: on. All right, I'm a Kevin Dillon fan myself, but Matt Dillon, you know, he was first. And him playing a serial killer, it just worked out well. And you you get to see the end results of a serial killer. And that's all I'm going to leave it at that. It was good. Um, Lost my mind watching Fried Barry, as in Fried. We're frying up some chicken. Fried Barry by director Ryan Kruger. Gary Green plays Fried Barry. And this guy, this is a South African film. I never thought I'd say that. Uh, but it is. And it is beyond entertaining. Uh, do not watch it around the squeamish at all. Um, it's on shutter. It just what would happen if aliens took over the body of a basically a junkie on a bender and tried to try to uh, understand the human experience (laughs) fried barry oh man yeah all right i did laugh my ass off on uh, the wolf of snow hollow it's not really the greatest horror movie it's horror comedy those usually annoy me But Jim Cummings, who is also the director, plays John Marshall, the policeman, is hysterical because it's mostly about this cop that is so high strung and like turns on a dime, and even on his own friends and family and people around him. Imagine a cop with three pots of coffee in him, you know? And uh, you got Jim Cummings, and it's all about him and his failing investigation of what could be werewolf killings. Again, look more for the comedy, not for the horror in this one. All right? That is the Wolf of Snow Hollow. Um, I cracked up the whole time just because I thought Jim Cummings was effing hysterical while he was just losing his mind and his patience constantly. All right. So, let's see here. What else did I... Oh, okay. Well, we should talk about fashion trashing. I wanted to tell Lindsay about it because she's invited to be a... um, well, one of our cohorts on Fashion and by Biku Esku, Biku Esku, And you can find it on the Facebook page of Kettle Whistle Radio or just go to Baku Esku, or go to Twitter. They're blowing it up. And that's where all the rock stars, a lot of lady rock stars, are doing the voices of puppets. Okay, sock puppets behaving badly. Um, yes, I've been on it myself. It's a lot of fun. I try to turn everybody I interview actually onto the show. But Fashion Trashin, F-A-S-H-I-O-N, trashing. Look it up. And they're on YouTube. It's hysterical. There are five to eight minute episodes. So worth watching. It will not, I'm not wasting your time on this one. And uh, Lindsay, I'm sorry. I didn't tell you that you're invited, but we'll work on that next. Um, Let's see here. Oh, yeah. And and never, ever ask Lindsay if she plays a five or a six string bass that I... think I made up during the interview yes they have them no she doesn't play them (laughs) all right now I did actually send friend requests and I did well Sam McCandless I I wanted him to join us and we talked extremely briefly in very small words and how much I really wanted to talk about his comic book that's out there Sam McCandless the drummer one of the founding members him and Scoot uh, of Cold. And uh, he's got this horror comic out. I really, really want him to come on and talk about it. So this is me conjuring him. And we'll see what happens. I did hit him up first, Lindsay. He didn't get back to me. (laughs) Well, kind of. Anyway, great guy. I cannot wait to actually talk to him. I feel like it'll happen because we're going to talk about comic books. Who doesn't want to talk about comic books? And last but not least, I love that, and you're going to hear her talk about her book... And she talks about badassery. Now, anyone that's stuck with me for the past 12 years knows that the Society 13 network of podcasts, that is our theme, badassery. So she fits in perfectly. And uh, I think you're going to enjoy Lindsay uh, Men. and don't call her Manfredi, Manfredi, okay? She will block you with that bass. Just saying. So, um, okay, right now we're going to play some, well, we'll do some cold. And uh, one of my favorites, and again, she called me out on this later on. But let's listen to Ocean, and then we're going to get right into this interview with Lindsay Manfredi of Cold. And again, I could not admire a person more, and uh, let her speak for herself, right? And thank you for your support, folks, and all right, we'll talk later. It's really important to know that um, (laughs) I actually had an MRI the day of this interview and I was trying to give her an out (laughs) because I didn't know if I'd be up for it Uh, I had a weird reaction with the dye they inject you with and um, I was it was a a really different high it was nauseating but it was also like this I, I don't know I guess I'm allergic to MRI dye on top of that I made this crazy mistake are you, are you guys familiar with Tazo tea, like the, the boxes? It's like concentrated, so you can make like four pitchers. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, I drank a whole box of this Tazo tea. You know, I, I guess it's Tazo, Tazo, I don't know. I'm not a fucking hipster. But yeah, it's a concentrated box of tea, and I drank the whole thing because it was cold, and it felt good in the back of my throat after the dumb MRI and all this bullshit. So I'm whacked out on caffeine. And on top of that, I found like two vanilla iced teas. And I, I just, I wanted to wake up because I was really, again, I had a bad experience with the MRI. So, like, I was tired. So I, man, I got lit on caffeine. Totally caffeinated Dave. All right. But you should not be unfamiliar with that. Here's Ocean by Colt.
1: gave it all for you, make an ocean to sail away, and begin again, you said I could never change, that I can't belong to you, then I watched you slip away, and the ocean's are. Wash away Everything I've done Only melody remains So I sing my song to you As I watch you slip away In the ocean's arms
0: Folks friends and fiends, thanks for tuning into Kettle whistle radio. Captain Sexy is not here with me tonight. He's busy. But we've heard that one before. But who is with me right now? Published author, co-founder of a girl's rock indie, and uh Lindsey Manfredi of course, now the bass player for Cold, one of my favorite bands.
1: Mm.
3: Hi. Hello.
0: <laughs> nice to finally get this together. Um Yeah. It wasn't always Cold for you though, right? There were other bands prior. You've been oh, in the business's been
3: a, a plethora of bands, <laughs> but that's what <laughs> happens when you, um, you know, try to become a professional musician. you just start <laughs> from you know, playing coffee houses mm-hmm. and yeah. then buy on bands and all the things.
0: Um, so when did you officially become a
3: cold member? In 2014,
0: and uh, let's see, I did catch something. I I said this off air. I never ever listen or watch interviews with somebody before I do it. I like to go in cold. We'll say, Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) but uh, you, you're very busy, (laughs) and uh, got this book. We'll talk about. Um, I don't know where to begin. Well,
3: well, I mean, full disclosure. I'm, I'm not in. I don't have anything to do with Girls Rock Indianapolis anymore. That was over 10 years ago when we started it. I was involved in the first three years or so okay um so that's been that's off of my plate so as far as that's concerned
0: all right all right yeah because i was watching something about that and it was really intriguing and uh but you have a lot of interviews out there and uh it's hard to avoid your stuff um okay so you joined cold 2014 how intimidating was that or were you just ready to roll because it seems like you you've been ready to roll your whole life
3: yeah well it was very intimidating it was one of those things where When Scooter called me and asked me um, if I wanted it, I I was like, I don't play a five string bass. (laughs) And like all of this stuff went through my head, but I just, I was thinking about Richard Branson when he talks about if somebody offers you an opportunity, say yes and figure it out later. And this (laughs) is the, you know, Cole's always been one of my favorite bands. And it was just one of those situations where, uh, yeah. And I did, and I figured it all out later. (laughs) I learned all of the, I learned the songs in the catalog. And uh, Scooter was like, "You don't have to play a five string; you can play a four string." So that worked out nicely because I I ended up buying a Warwick five string because that's what Emma from Sick Puppies played, and I loved her. (laughs) And I just it 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 wasn't working for me. I was always messing up with that top string. I just can't, it's just not, because I've, I've been playing bass for over 10 years, and yeah, you were cl- I've always used a four-string.
0: Guitars first, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and you've been very vocal, though, about females in rock and some of your interviews and some of the things I've caught. This show, we've supported so many great female acts, I can't even tell you. Uh, what, going from, like, do you remember Ruby, Leslie Rankin? Back in the day.
3: That name's very familiar. Yeah,
0: she's great. From her to Sean You saw and we had recently a group. Oh, our, nice. I love right. But yeah, <laughs> she, uh, she was intimidating. She was into but uh Gwen Strang of Frail. Uh she's a front woman for Frail, uh from Ohio. Uh not too far from where you came from, actually. Right. Uh Frail's yeah, Gwen is a great but we we've been supporting these acts and this show was founded by myself and another and a female, so we kind of like, I don't know, it was, and she plays bass too. Her name's Heather Taddy, everybody out there already knows who she is, if they nice. listen to this show. Yes, she's a paranormal state person from back then, and we just formed the show as a, uh, well, what we're doing right now, talking to artists like yourself. Um, you should know this one girl we just had on, Lene Herzog, uh, she just got airplay on Sirius XM um, with her band Lene's Garden, so that was kind of a cool moment. <laughs>
3: Nice.
0: Yeah, you might like, you might dig her. You guys kind of have a similar personality, but yeah, Lene Herzog, she's our recent success story, we'll say.
3: Okay, I'll definitely look her up. I, I I'm like I'm in my little bubble over here.
0: Yeah, I know, right. Speaking of just because
3: I'm head down doing all the things
0: <laughs> and uh, quarantine, uh, how did you survive, and what did you do?
3: Honestly, quarantine wasn't awful, and I I think that it, I. I got my book re- published. Mm-hmm. So I actually got to take the time to sit down and sit with my editor and actually do the things. So that helped a lot. And I- I've been making candles. Uh, uh-huh. that keeps that. me busy. Uh, re- more recently, uh, one of my dear good friends have just kind of been working for her doing some office work a couple of days a week. Uh, she's on the East coast, but her name is Lynn Janae Rositas. She's a New York times bestselling author of the, uh, the plan and the metabolism plan. So I, in my old life, I have been a personal trainer at one point. So health and nutrition is very important to me. I'm an avid worker outer. Um, I like to eat really healthy. Mm. Definitely didn't um, I definitely gained some weight over quarantine. That we're now back. i I just started P90X three <laughs> again, and I'm gotta get this. So I've gotta get into tour shape. <laughs>
0: no, please. I'm <laughs> sure you look great. There's just kind
3: of no messing around at this. Like <laughs> the next couple of months, I have to be very on point. But yeah, I, I had friends, and I I moved back to LA during quarantine, mm-hmm. but it really didn't affect my life too much because I did have my pod of people that. I spent every Saturday with mm-hmm. and uh, I just worked. I've started my second book.
0: Ah, that was going to be one of my questions. Okay. Yeah. That's well, cool. and
3: I, I really want to release it to 22 of 22 <laughs> after we, uh, cause we're going to, we're back on the road this fall and I'm super excited and I'm actually oh, leaving LA. Um, In two months, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go to Indianapolis and spend time with my daughter for Mm -hmm. a month before we start rehearsals in Pennsylvania.
0: Oh, really? Well, that's we're stationed in Pittsburgh. I'm from New York myself. But yeah, Pittsburgh is where we're at, so that's good to hear.
3: That's good. Yeah, we're going to be rehearsing in like the Wilkes-Barre, Scranton area because our crew is there and all my equipment is over there and... Johnny and Nick live there. So it just makes sense for me and me and uh, Scooter and Sam to just pop over there. And then we start in Virginia. So, it's just so I'm so excited to just be back with the, my guys and they're my family. Outside of my family I
0: I just got excited I can't believe I'm so happy to hear that Uh, I was going to add That's another one of my questions But um, Yeah, let's get to a song real quick It's not like There's nobody out there That doesn't know cold But you never know We get some new listeners We got some millennials That are clueless Right, and exactly
3: We've got a new album And so that's very important Heck yeah
0: well, to get that out there your choice uh, do you have a choice that you'd want to play first I was going to go with something old first but we don't have oh, to oh well
3: it, by all means go, go with something old first
0: okay I'm going gonna, gonna to be selfish and play Give because it's like one of my favorite songs but... oh, oh
3: okay great. <laughs> I love that song
0: alright all right, we'll be right back with Lindsay Manfredi of the band Cold and many other projects that we still have yet to get to here and thanks for listening to Kettle Whistle Radio folks I appreciate you
1: The wackiness, the wackiness of Boku, boku Skew TV. TV. Next,
2: next day, right, right, right. A, YouTube A YouTube channel, channel featuring, featuring sock puppets, sock puppets irreverent, irreverent comedy, comedy bizarro imagery, imagery injury, and, and oddball, oddball silliness, silliness of plenty. It's true, it's true, it's true. To, watch to watch now, now visit youtube.com YouTube. slash boku Askew boku TV. TV
1: Hi, this is Martin Atkins from Public Image Limited, Killing Joke, Ministry, Nine Inch Nails, Pig Face and the Damage Manual and Murder, Inc. and Brian Brain, and you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio.
0: And we're back, folks. Thanks for listening. And we're here with the lovely Lindsay Manfredi of the band Cold and many other things. We're going to talk about the things we can't stop. Uh, That's a sixth studio record, right? It is. Um, Was it as organic to put this thing together as it sounds? or was it tough
3: it it really was i mean we wrote it in the studio and we recorded with jeremy parker okay. in phoenix arizona and he, you know he's done hell yeah on evanescence and he's just really really talented and scooter had had a lot of like some song ideas before we went in but we basically wrote the whole thing while we were in the studio so we would sit in a room and figure out the parts and kind of all work together because it was the first time we'd all worked together Oh man! and we ended up changing drummers at the last minute um but anyway it's, that's how it turned out and it was so such a beautiful beautiful album I loved every single record on it
0: I agree I agree um I swear my studio's haunted. That's something else too. You, you probably didn't hear that, but every now and then there's a thump that I can't find. <laughs> and That's it's...
3: funny because um, I'm good friends with Stormy Daniels. She just like she was here yesterday. As a matter of fact, she just left, and I, she has a paranormal show now. And which there's I'm not allowed to share where it's going to be, but I'm so excited for her because they're just in contract mode right now. But uh, no, cool. she does readings and stuff, and I, so sometimes I'm like, she's so haunted, but, like, good haunted. <laughs> <laughs> but she did a reading at my house for one of my friends uh two nights ago, and every once in a while, I'm like, Ooh, are any ghosts here?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, I'm not too surprised by that. And the, and the girl I used to work with, you know, she is a Ghostbuster, and I, I have to plug her show. She's on the on a uh, portals portal to hell a uh, portals to hell with jack osborne right now she was oh, a, nice. yeah she's in the second we should season hook
3: her up with Stormy. i'm
0: telling you you know <laughs> that's not out of the question she'd probably love it she'd probably love it
3: okay and yeah we'll talk about that later she's a kick-ass uh, bass uh, player yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah uh, I, that album now i go without you on that um i just love the sustained drum and bass that you guys do and it's reminiscent of like everything i loved about sending the clowns Way before it,
3: yes. And then the clowns is one of my favorite songs. I, yeah,
0: I could tell that absolutely. That's, <laughs> I mean, just that sustained bass, you guys, and, and the drums are just amazing. But yeah, that mm-hmm. I just—it's so funny. I'm rediscovering old music again and going back to the first two Cold albums, and just honestly, they're a band that have always been there for me. Like, just when you think they're out, they come back with this thing in your face, and it's like, whoa! I mean, wow! And I like that. I love that about them. Not too many musicians are like that. <laughs>
3: Well, Scooter's just such an incredible writer. It, yeah. I, it's one of those things where he's not ever going to really be able to retire because <laughs> he loves <laughs> – he just does it. He just writes. That's awesome. And it's pretty incredible. He's really incredible to work with, and I love him dearly.
0: Um, and what was – when you went to Florida, I heard, I heard a little segment there. You went to start up a band in Florida. Was it a reggae band you were playing in?
3: No, it was a rock band. And okay. like back then I had – dreadlocks but that band was called Pretty Machine Gun. Okay, I still have a cassette tape <gasps> or a CD of the recording from that, oh and I randomly will find it and I'll pop it in. But and um, we had a song called "Slut" <laughs> <laughs> that I wrote after like Courtney Love because I was such a Courtney Love fanatic back in the day. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there were some really, we had, the, the first time I was ever in a studio, so I was what twenty. 20 or 21 and that was the first time i got to record and hear myself
0: oh man i'd love to hear but that, that
3: didn't it was back in the mp3 days like right it, it was before i don't even know if my space was a thing then
0: <laughs> probably just coming in at that point yeah uh-huh. oh my god that's well that's funny um it, you're not the first person to bring up a song called slut i keep doing that because i'm a gbh fan do you know the song i'm talking about uh-uh. uh yeah we're not gonna get into that because i think i offended somebody with that one once but uh yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah gbh that's you know punk rock from... still around i saw them not too long ago uh, they came to pittsburgh but okay, all right thanks. i i do have a bad cold story <laughs> and it's, oh can't but wait. it's not their fault um yeah i have to find a way I, I owe my wife a t-shirt from the concert i guess it was uh yeah the, yeah, the Year of the Spider tour. And uh, it got canceled once, then they came back and did it. And we found, you know the T-shirt with the silver spider, right? Uh, uh, yeah. You can't really find them too much unless you guys are putting them back out. But we, she was so happy to get this shirt. And we went down to meet the band and everything. And we left the shirt up on the balcony. We're like, oh, no. So we go back up there and we know the waitress stole that shirt. <laughs> Cause she just she was the only one up there. And I was just like, hey man, we left our shirt. Oh no, no, I didn't see it. So we lost our cold shirt. So I gotta find a way to make that up to her.
3: <laughs> no, that's a bummer. It's a bummer. It's a
0: great shirt too. It's just yeah, the end of that. Um now, I'm curious, would you share a bad rock star story, whether it's yours or someone you met? And you don't have to use names.
3: Okay. I'm trying to think if if I have any. Hmm, hmm um a bad rock star story
0: never met somebody shitty that's good if you didn't
3: um you know <laughs> I, I gosh i i have to be honest i don't think that i have any bad ones you're very lucky <laughs> like there I, I i really people are cool to me mm. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't i don't know like i I've, I've met jared leto and I've met some really, really famous people and everybody's been super nice.
0: That's cool. That's nice to and hear.
3: So I, I don't have anything that I can, I wish I, I wish I could, you know, <laughs> they say to not meet your idol. So I've never, but I've never met, mm-hmm. um, Courtney love. And I think that she might be one person that might be bitchy, but I don't know. But even Billy Corgan, who I love, like we, um, uh, my friend Jane Jensen and I, mm-hmm. Did a uh, Instagram live and we had Sierra Swan and she's obviously on the new Pumpkins album and she has a new, she just released a new album called Tangerines and EP. And Billy stopped into our um, Instagram live and said hi and was totally cool.
0: <laughs> uh, well, that's cool to hear
3: too. Which was so cool. I would like my little heart stopped and I was nervous because I saw he had <laughs> logged in. I'm like, oh my god, Billy Corgan's watching us right now. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Because <laughs> we had Scooter watching, we had Billy Corgan watching, and I was like just nervous, but uh, well, yeah,
0: I don't, I don't blame you. That's um, the answer
3: to that. <laughs>
0: all right, well, all right, so, yeah, I, but <laughs> well, I,
3: tell me, tell me about huge what, ministry. Tell me fan. about you.
0: I'm just a huge ministry fan. Um, let me, you know, it's funny you Ooh,
3: should say that. well, hey, um, I have some ministry news that I swear to God I wouldn't say anything. <laughs> oh no. But I will probably be. Hanging out with them next week. <laughs> really? That's all I'm gonna say. Oh man, that's yes.
0: awesome! No, they're one of my favorite bands. That, oh, we, yeah, of all time.
3: I um I met John Five two days ago. I went to his house.
0: He's a sweetheart, from what I understand. He
3: is so nice.
0: Yeah, yeah, nice guy. Yeah. Very oh, talented. Oh my god, ridiculous! He's
3: crazy talented, and it's funny because he does carry his guitar around. <laughs> with him where I was in his kitchen and he walks by and he's holding his guitar. That is a true thing.
0: I've heard that. I've heard him on the radio talking about that on XM. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what is your favorite song to play live? Ocean. Yeah. I love that song. Did not see that coming. Okay,
3: cool.
0: <laughs> Why? Oh, I just, I, I don't know. It just, it, wow. <laughs> All right, no, because I was I working on I love the
3: song, The Ocean. I just think it's so, got such a groove to it, and it's just like, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I just love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right, well, it is your pick. You should pick the next song we play.
3: I, my favorite, well, one of my favorite songs off the new album is Snowblind. Mm-hmm. And we haven't played that live yet, but I have a feeling that that's on this next tour. When we do play it live, it's gonna be it's gonna be up there on my favorites to play.
0: It's it's in my uh, it's in constant revolution. Is that what the word revolving YouTube? I don't know. In my oh. li- <laughs> I yeah. constantly play that one. Um, yes. All right. So you want to do that one? Then we'll play that and we'll get right back with you. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back with Lindsay Manfredi of band Cold. And we're going to talk about our book next. And thanks for hanging, folks.
2: Take a closer look at what's now dwelling in the dark, if you, dare. if you dare. Available on Amazon in traditional print and ebook. Get your copy today. Visit www.fairlydarkproductions.com for more info on the author and his work.
0: We're back, folks, and thanks for hanging in here. Got Lindsay Manfredi on the line from the Bancold. And we're gonna talk about this book, Unfuckwithable, A Guide to Inspired Badassery.
3: Yes, that is it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I've heard some excerpts, but uh yeah. Okay, what inspired you?
3: <laughs> well, um what inspired me is I I've always been a writer. I've been a ghostwriter and I've worked with authors. Nice. And I have my degree from um, Indiana University and it's in communication arts and business. So I have that whole background and I've always had a, a business since I've gotten out of college. Mm-hmm. So that said, I was, I am a huge into um, self discovery, self exploration, um, meditation, spirituality. So I was reading a lot of these books. And hearing these stories and kind of get, I was going through a really bad breakup. So it was just one of those things where I broke up with the dude that I should have broken up with two years before I actually did. And it was a very abusive physically, emotionally, all of the things, abusive relationships. So I was, I just had to like take a breather and I left Los Angeles to go spend time with my daughter and I mm. was staying with my dad and I just was like in a meditation one day was like, I'm just going to write this. I'm going to write a book because why not? So mm-hmm. I literally started it that day after my friend, I like had posted a photo of all these books that I was reading. Cause I was trying to find my center again mm. because I had lost my identity in this person who was terrible. And I mean, I recently, just as of, a month ago, I, I heard him saying some bullshit, like he edited my book and I never gave him credit. And like, this is all lies. Ooh. Like he never even had a copy. I broke up with him years and years ago, but he's just a, a he's a, just a liar. He's just a bad, bad person. Mm-hmm. So that said, um, so my friend commented on my photo and she was like, you're making yourself unfuck bull <laughs> And I was like, I'm going to call my book unfuck bull
1: that's awesome <laughs>
3: a guide to inspired Badassery. so that she has it um, you know my book dedication is to my daughter and her because she mm-hmm. really gave me the idea to actually do it and um, but yeah I just I had had this incredible story and I've been on this crazy journey from being um, locked up in a youth center because I was running away all the time as a kid because I loved music so much and I was raised in this ridiculously christian overtly Mm. christian home so i was just rebelling all the time and i moved to florida when i was 20 uh to start a band like i just went and did it i didn't care i dropped everything i packed a bag and drove and and then fast forward 14 years later i my favorite band calls and asked me to be a part of them so there was just a lot of law of attraction things that were happening and all the things that I had gotten to experience in my life and all of it was just about being led spiritually and to understand who you are and fall in love with your life because overall throughout all of it I have always been in love with life and I've always had fun and I've had good people I've had bad people but I've learned lessons from all of them And I just want to encourage people now that I actually have a a platform to love themselves and to get to know who they are and what they really love so they can become unfuckwithable and do what they actually want to do in their life.
0: I was actually going to create change. I was going to quote you on that. Something you said, you know, find yourself first. Um, Mm. I was listening to another interview. I know I cheated, folks. But, um, (laughs) you know, I wanted to get to know you a little bit. Um, That, yeah, when you said that, because I watched uh, family members go through it, somebody diving right back into uh, a new marriage when they shouldn't, they they hardly even separated or divorced from the old one. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. and they they get lost in it. And then they get lost in a really bad boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever, because they're basically, they were wide open for it. So, yeah, yeah when and you said I was that. there
3: for a long time, but I've been single now for three and a half years and I'm I'm OK with it. I'm really happy. And it it takes a, a very strong person also because I'm with guys all the time. I'm on the road all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I have my life and I'm not willing to give that up right. for anything or anyone because it's my dream. It's what I've always wanted to do. So it's going to take someone very strong in the long run to uh date
0: me i guess right uh yeah so somebody i
3: don't
0: know you became unfuckwithable yes that's exactly
3: yeah i had to
0: yeah well i really did have to everybody should learn is your target do you have a particular target audience for that book
3: i think that no it's men and women okay anyone between the age i've bought it like parents have bought it for their 13 year olds but my next book is dedicated towards kids more or like It's not going to have the F word in it, but Ah, it's it's a book about loving and not bullying. And I have different stories that are being told from people who were bullied, people Mm. who bullied. Wow. And uh, so I've gotten so many chapters from really great friends who have offered to contribute to this book. I'm so excited.
0: Great idea. Great idea. About it. Um, yeah, I guess... but
3: yeah. Ultimately, we want to help. Cre- you know, we want people to love, and start creating change. And change begins in your backyard.
0: Boom! Couldn't say it better. Um, are you a fan of horror books or movies?
3: Are you okay? Okay. Stormy Daniels is one of my best friends. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I watched The Conjuring by myself when I lived by myself when I was in Indianapolis a couple years ago when mm. it came out. I literally slept with my bathroom light on for five days. <laughs> the door was, you know, cracked a little bit, but yeah, I like to scare the shit out of myself. and there's a new conjuring coming out on June fourth, yeah, which I absolutely am stoked about, and I will be in the theater that that night.
0: okay, all right,
3: or maybe on a Tuesday with my friends Brandon and Selena. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what which one is what are they following in this conjuring? This isn't the, uh,
3: oh. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I I haven't. I don't watch trailers.
0: I know because
3: yeah. I'm I'm so picky. because they give away the whole movie lately in trailers anymore, and I'm just like, I refuse to watch trailers. <laughs> uh, I just go in. I go in blind. So that's exactly what I'm going to do.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, I like that too. My personally, if I don't know too much about it, um, yeah. There's something coming out called Sensor um, that's supposed to be pretty intense. Um, I did Ooh. not. Yeah, I didn't watch the trailer for it. It's a Definitely based around a woman, and um, I'm trying to think. I just saw a blurb just today about it um, where I think she takes a, a, a book or something. and I don't know if she create like, it becomes her real world or something. I can't remember now. Damn it. Oh, it's – So
3: is it coming out on the, at the theater? Yeah. Is it yeah. coming out on, like, Prime or something like that?
0: It, somebody just sent me a, you know what? Somebody sent me a trailer on my phone. I think you should know this because it, it's brand spanking new, and supposedly this is a very disturbing film – And the trailer- When does it come out? Let me look right here, right here. (laughs) Sensor trailer reminds us that horror movies are bad for our health. <laughs> Holy love crap. It. This is and that yeah, I can't get the trailer right now, but I'm gonna there's more to it. But yeah, you look up yeah C-E-N-S-O-R folks. Sense the sensor trailer.
3: C-E-N-S-O-R. All right. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna get into that. Uh, so was, oh, yeah, um, but I'm not gonna watch the trailer. I just wanna find out when it comes out so I can just you're,
0: go. You're gonna look this up right now because it says here, oh I gotta read this to you. Between the satanic panic and the rise of the video nasties, the 1980s were a boon for anti-horror movie sentiments. As a result, horror movies became even more depraved, sadistic, and violent. And unsurprisingly, this period piece is exactly that.
1: <laughs> oh, yay. In the back.
0: In the yeah, vein... I, loved, I okay.
3: love horror.
0: Now I know. Now I know. Um, yeah, look this one up because there's a lot going on here. They mentioned Suspiria, Video Drone, all these older ones that I used to love. But yeah. Um, so, okay, now we know you're a horror fan. Uh, now, I would be doing my fans an injustice if I don't ask you this next question, though. And. I, if I'm out of line, you can tell me. Um, you worked with Gino Leonardo, I did okay because yeah, so we were huge fans here and it, like between Filter and Chevelle, but mm-hmm. yeah. And you, but you guys made music in the studio together,
3: we did, we worked together for about two years. Um, I and his, his fiance was actually my partner, but we have since um, split ways. So I'm not working with Gino anymore, but we have like, but we have like some live, um, if you go to my Facebook page, there's actually like us playing live in his studio. Um, we do, um, there's, I think there's maybe two or three sessions, but I'm doing some original music that I worked with with him Mm -hmm. and we're doing a couple covers, but yeah, we, um, I spent five months of quarantine with them.
1: Okay.
0: All right, good to know. Yeah, because I we were just fans from way back when. I love the new Chevelle, too, by the way.
3: I, I'm i diehard Chevelle. I was going to name my daughter Chevelle oh, wow. after the band. Like, that's how much I love them. And, yes. you know, they're really great guys. Like, again, I haven't met any asshole rock stars.
0: I'm just so happy for you. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, hmm, okay, so you are already kind of you told me what your next book is going to be about. But are you doing two separate projects? Like, you're doing the, that one For kids to read and then you're doing another book or
3: no i'm not doing another book right i mean i do have a third one but that's going to be made for television and i'm working so i i kind of have a a, a four-year plan (laughs) (laughs) so i love but i it is eventually gonna um go into yes i'm working on music which will never stop but once i get back to los angeles gosh I should have put my phone on because this it, is ridiculous. It's,
0: don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> really, don't. I,
3: um, but yeah, I'm eventually going to be writing for television. Wow. Because I again, I write and I have, and I'm so blessed that I live in Los Angeles and I've met some of the greatest people in the industry um, who have read my book and who support me. And uh, one of my friends is getting ready to dive into the network industry, and she's worked for television, but she works for all these channels. She's got shows that have been Emmy nominated. She's so incredible, and she knows about this idea, who's, which is going to be my third book, mm-hmm. but it's going to be kind of fiction, but kind of based on my life. Okay. Well, but uh, I want to make that into a series because it's kind of a coming of age type situation.
0: That I. I'll, I'll buy it. I want to buy this one too. I, did, I do not have a copy of this one. so. Oh, but, um, yeah. Grab Unfuck
3: yeah. With The yeah. because it's, it. it's a good one. I'll it's got great reviews.
0: So. Oh, I can't wait. Honestly, actually, this is where you should tell folks where to find everything you. Um,
3: yeah, um, l- lindsaymanfreedy.com, which L um, i n d s a y m a n f r e d i L I N D S A Y M A N F R E D I.com. And I make candles. Uh, from coconut wax and they are magical so i have those for sale on my site my book is on there my blog is on there i haven't blogged in a while but
0: i don't think i have some you good, on instagram good things
3: to read and yeah my instagram yeah. is Lindsay manfredi my facebook is Lindsay manfredi everything is just my first and last name and uh follow cold on instagram we're at cold music
0: hells yeah and, and don't call uh, her man Freddy or she'll break a six-string bass over your head.
3: <laughs> I will not. <laughs> I will not and I don't play a six-string bass. I know, I know. But I know. Um, that's yeah, why I mean those are
1: all
3: the all the good things, all the good things. Um coldarmy.com we're going to have yes. new uh, we're going to have an announcement for a tour soon, so uh,
0: yeah, I can I'm, yes. I, I couldn't be happier. That, that's I can't wait, honestly. Uh, yes, we'll have to catch you. I guess I got to throw my socials out here real quick, folks. Kettle.whistle.radio and Instagram. And if you want to hey, check out the new comic books, they're there. You can go to um, Burning Bulb Publishing.com or Burning Bulb Dr. Peeler, Demon Psychiatrist. Issue two is on the way, issue one's out there. If you want my horror stuff, folks, go to www.fairlydarkproductions.com and Twitter. I hate you, but at fairlydark. <laughs> Twitterverse is mean. I think you agree with me.
3: Oh, dude! I just I screenshotted some tweets that were sent to me um, to one of my like to my friend Johnny yesterday, and I was like, "What does this mean?" <laughs> I don't even know what this means because he was like asking. Um, He's this dude made this comment. And he, it's like, "You're a rock star now. Do you ever forget your humble beginnings?" Oh my god! And then he said, "You don't."
0: Like what? When we got drunk in Cape Cod and set fire to that dumpster?
3: It's, I don't even remember what he said. And I was like, what is this? Even? I don't even know. I'm pretty I'm pretty cool with everybody. I'd never forget my humble beginnings. But those are like, I just didn't even respond. I was just like, uh, whatever. <laughs> whatever.
0: You know what? I'm going to prove you absolutely correct in what you just said. Because our first conversation revolved around Debbie Gibson.
3: Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about Debbie
0: Gibson. <laughs> yeah, you, you have a Debbie Gibson moment, don't you?
3: I, Debbie Gibson was what made me decide that I was going to be a rock star. Like, literally. Okay, well, it went from Debbie Gibson and Madonna to I'm going to be on stage and singing, but then... (laughs) I turned 14 and Pearl Jam came out with an album that changed my life and Stone Temple Pilots came out and Mm. like all of these bands
0: and
3: then Hole. And so I picked up a guitar because of Courtney Love was playing guitar. And I was like, if this bitch can do it, I can do it too. (laughs) So one of my first guitars was a Fender (laughs) Venus, which she co-designed and it was only a Squire. And my friend Jamie has that and it's in Florida right now, or Mm. maybe it's in Idaho. I don't know, but she, she will randomly send me messages letting me know that she still has my guitar and I can ha- she's keeping it safe and I can have it anytime. But I mean, it's over 20 years old. It probably plays like shit. Uh, I don't even know. It's probably all rusted, but
0: or you, you my could be, friend you, has it. You could be the next Trent Reznor, you know, <laughs> you might have a new sound completely.
3: <laughs> right? Who knows? You oh, know, I do love Trent Reznor. Oh
0: yeah. Another one keeps reinventing himself, you know, honestly. Wow, just, that guy's amazing. Well,
3: that's, uh, that's what artists do. Uh, we, uh-huh. mm-hmm. we have to reinvent ourselves on a daily, or on a, you know, wh- whatever. That's what you do. You mm-hmm. don't just stay stagnant. Right. Otherwise, it's all going to look the same, Indeed. and sound the same, and be the same, and that sucks.
0: Couldn't put it better. That's a, I, I agree completely. Um, but like, we have to pick out one more song to go out with. Do you have one? You want something from the new one, or...
3: Um, I do want something from the new one. Let's do, um, let's do the devil we know.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right, folks. And, um, man, uh, this was so much fun. I'm sorry. We, we kind of rushed into it, but we we both had a hell of a week. I didn't even tell you what I, I had an MRI yesterday. Um, Oh shit! Right, so I was out of it because that that ink (laughs) that they inject you with, that that messed me up for like twenty four hours. And they don't tell you that. I was just nauseated and kind of like high. It was just it wasn't a good high.
3: Well, have you been vaccinated yet?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the Moderna twice. Was
3: it was it like
0: that? Uh, You know, not too far removed, but no aches and pains. It was just kind of like I couldn't eat and I just didn't. All I wanted to do is sleep. So very close, very close. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I got the Pfizer.
1: Okay.
0: But
3: I was sick, horribly sick, both shots. At first, I I don't think I, I don't, I never tested positive Mm -hmm. for the coronavirus in all the tests that I've had, which I was stupid. I should have because I hung out with people that tested positive and I went and got tested because of those people being positive and negative each time. But my issue is like a dumbass. I was hungover both times. Like, I, why couldn't you just, oh, like, shit. not be hungover, <laughs> Lindsay? Why could you have not have had an easy Thursday night?
1: <laughs> I just had to go
3: hard both times. No one... Full well that i had to go do this
0: but you're not alone <sighs> not alone there i, I got me, me my dad had a case of beer the night before and i don't know why we did that <laughs> some hockey game something was on and we're like yeah that was a big mistake uh <laughs> but that was moderna the second one i don't know it didn't hit me as hard some people man they're not surviving that that shot they're like they're out for a week you know and then others get nothing <laughs> you know but,
3: yeah it's all it's all weird but uh, you know you who knows? I'm, can... I'm happy to be back though and i'm happy that you know we're hitting the road everything's good and
0: yeah yeah all right well yes this was fun well, thanks
3: david Absolutely. it was a lot of fun it was all great right. talking to you
0: hope to talk again you're always welcome back all right
3: thank you and uh sure. yeah
0: and get a chance check out a uh, fairly dark Productions, see if you're interested in anything i got there um, Absolutely. All, all the shows are there, actually. All the all the episodes, folks. So, all right, this was fun, and uh, thanks again. And um, here, I, I, there's so much that I need like a part two and a part three. We we, we don't have time.
3: Okay, <laughs> I you, understand. Okay, well, hey, man, you have a great night. And, take care. Uh, great catching up. See you soon. Absolutely.
0: Yep. See you soon. Hopefully.
3: Okay. Yeah, Bye.
1: cast.